Okay, Boker Tov. Today is uh, March 3rd. It's my father's birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. January, he's uh, 79 today. Kenyan Bo. inshallah. Okay, so this morning I uh, chose a sugya from, uh, from Baba Kama that talks about something called Kofin al Midat Sedom. We force people not to behave like the people from Sedom. And what do they do? If you turn, if you have, I, I put sheets all over the place. This time the, the shul actually listened to me and they printed them for me. So, Baruch Hashem, that worked. Yeah. And uh, if you turn to the back of the page, you'll see Rashi, the second one on the page, says, Midat Sedom. Rashi defines it as, One is benefiting, the other is not losing. Means the people in Sedom were so cruel to each other, Ben Adam that even if it cost me nothing to help my friend, nothing, no skin off my back, no time, no money, nothing, we don't do that in Sedom. It's called Zenehene, one guy is benefiting, Zelochaser, the other person that is the owner of this benefit is not losing anything. In Sedom, they don't allow that to happen. Okay? And the Gemara we're going to discuss says, Kofin Amidat Sedom. We don't among Am Yisrael, allow that to occur. Okay? And we're going to figure out if Zenehenev is Haser, do I have to pay for it or is it free? Cost me nothing. Okay? And now the guy derived the benefit. Is he allowed to have that benefit for free or does he have to pay? You, could, you, can't, you, you can't stop me. Well, we'll see. Maybe you can. We'll figure it out in a minute. But the case is based on this sugya and the Gemara. The case is as follows. Here we go. This week's case. A guy has to replace appliances in his apartment. And they live in an apartment building. The stairwell is too small. The only way to get the appliances into the apartment is by using the neighbor's balcony. The neighbor has a balcony, does not have a balcony. We have to bring them up with a lift, forklift, onto the neighbor's balcony, through the neighbor's apartment, out the front door, into the next door, into the apartment, where the appliances need to be placed. They can't get in any other way. And the neighbor with the balcony says, no, not letting you in. You want to carry stuff through my apartment, through my balcony, into my... No, no. And now this guy, he's got food, spoiling, no refrigerator, his kids, a thing, that, that. Bedin. I'm taking you to Bedin. I want you to allow me to bring your refrigerator, my refrigerator through your balcony, through your apartment, into my apartment. That's the case, actual case in Bedin. Good? So in order to understand what goes on here, we're going to learn a couple of lines of Gemara. We'll look at some of the Halakha, and then we're going to have a, a very heated discussion, I'm sure, once we start uh, discussing it. Okay, so here we go. It's on the first page now with all the fully printed page. This is the Gemara. It's Baba Kama, of course, in Ar of the Siyum. It's on Daf Chaf. Okay? The Gemara starts out like this. Amal le Rav Chizda le Rami Bar Chama. Rav Chizda tells Rami Bar Chama, you know, you, were, you weren't here yesterday on, it was Shabbat. It must have been you outside the Tichum because you didn't come to the Beit Midrash. He says, well, you know, you know, you know what you missed? We had a question. Unbelievable question. You missed it. Okay, he's excited. Let me hear No, what was the question? Amarle tells him as follows. Hadar behatser havero shelomidato. A guy who went and lived in his friend's house without his friend's knowledge. That's quick, right? We're going to see it. Don't argue with the rabbi. <laughs> guy went to live in his friend's house. 
The courtyard doesn't mean to live in the street, I mean in the courtyard. Mamash, you're going to see in a minute, it's all about the house. He moves it to his friend's house. But you're right, Chatzed literally means courtyard. Okay, but he moves it to his friend's house. His friend doesn't know. Does he need to pay rent? Okay? So he says, hey, Chidami, we need to flesh out this case a little bit. Was the house for rent? And it's just not rented yet? See, sorry, the It's not for rent. And the guy that moved in also doesn't rent. He's not a renter. Example. Guy, your neighbor in deal. Good? You have a deal house, he has a deal house. You have a Brooklyn house, he has a Brooklyn house. He goes to deal for the weekend. Besides, he likes your bed. Better than his bed. <laughs> so he knows the combination. He's your neighbor. He goes, spends the weekend, the weekend in your deal house. Your house is not for rent in the winter. He doesn't need your house. He's got his own house. And he went and he spent Shabbat in your house. Comes back. He says, what a weekend I had. That's the best sleep I ever had. Does he have to pay rent? So he says, time out. If you're talking about it's not for rent. He's not a renter. The guy who slept in your bedroom, in your bed, it didn't really derive a benefit because he could have, he could have stayed in his own house next door. It didn't, it's not like he would have paid somewhere else. It was for free anyway. Could have slept next door. And you are not renting either. So we'll pay you what? Okay, so that couldn't have been this amazing question that you're saying. It says, Ela what? Bechatzer de kaima la agra, the gavra de lo avid megar. Your deal house is, re- is for rent for the winter? And he doesn't have a deal house and he just decided to go because he knows that it's empty. It's got a for, for rent sign and he just went and he stayed there and he would have had to pay to stay somewhere else? That can't be the cra- crazy question either because now you're haser, you're looking for rent. He saved money because he didn't pay at the hotel. So for sure he has to pay for that. That can't be the question. So what's the question? Here we go. This is the question. We're going to work on it for the rest of this, uh, this she order. Ela behatser. He says like this. Ela behatser. Where am I? De lo kaime agra. The gavra de avid le My house in deal is not for rent in the winter. Okay? It's not for rent. And this guy doesn't have a house in deal. He's in laws living deal. He went and he stayed in my house for the weekend. Now, he would need to rent, but I don't rent my house. So I'm not haser. I'm not out any money. It wasn't for rent anyway. But he saved money. Does he need to pay for that or not? That's the question. The man says, do I say, the guy who stayed in your house could say, what are you out? You had any money? You weren't looking for rent anyway. Or Dilma, the guy who owns the house, says, Ha itinit, you derived the benefit. Who said I have to give you that benefit for free? You're right, I wasn't looking for rent, but you saved money. Maybe I could charge you. That's the question. And when we come to the end of that question, we're going to try to figure out if we can, how we can use that to, to figure out the case with the, uh, with the uh, we call refrigerator. Okay? So the last question, good. Why is it... You can't use somebody else's property without asking that permission, even if you don't get it. You can't just go and use somebody else's property, even if you have to go out and get But if, well, that means you can say, I didn't use anything of somebody else's. Here's question. Here's question. It seems to say one side of the equation says, my chasartich. The guy living says, you're not anything. You're not anything. And he say, what do you mean? You use my property without my permission. 
Okay. That's what, that's what you're that's exactly Great. Which means, let me ask you a question. Let's say I knew he was going to stay in my house for the weekend. Not with permission. He tells me, by the way, I'm going to stay in your house this weekend. I said, absolutely not. But I said, it's not, it's not the same question. You'll see in a second. Absolutely not. He says, what do you mean? You're not going to be out any money. It's not for rent. Don't you stay in my house. Can I stop him from staying in my house? Yes or no? Uh, forget about American law. I'm talking about halakha. Jewish law. He's my friend. He's my neighbor. He's my cousin. He's my whatever you want to say. Can I stop him or not? So turn over the page for a second. Look at Tosafot on the top of the page, on this Gemara right now, on the side of the equation of me saying, hey, you derive the benefit. Okay? Ha'itinit, says Tosafot. Even according to opinion, it says, we force you not to behave like the people from Sedom. Says Tosafot. The case over there is talking about brothers dividing land. It's not relevant to our conversation. Still, it's different here. Tosafot says, yeah, we, we're we don't force you, right? We can't, we can't force you to, uh, you know, to be, we don't let you be like Sodom. But you could stop the guy from staying. Who says I have to let him stay in my house for free? If I knew in advance, Tosafot says, that you can stop him, which means the whole conversation, according to Tosafot, is only ex post facto. I found out he stayed in my house for the weekend. He came home now. Can I charge him rent? Because Tosafot says, if I knew in advance, I wouldn't know. I could have stopped him. Forget about charging him. My house is not for rent. I don't want anybody staying in my house. It's my property. Don't stay there. And if you and if you do stay there, maybe now I can charge you rent because I informed you. What happens now, according to what the conversation is only about? I found out after it happened, he stayed, and now I want to charge him rent. Can I charge him rent, or do we say that that's me? That's dumb now. He already derived the benefit. It cost you nothing. You found about it later. Now you want to charge him? No, no, that's me. That's dumb. Would you say that? I would say. No. By the way, I don't know your name. Tell me your name, please. Howards. Howards. Dean. 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 Okay, nice to meet you. But the obligation yeah. on the person that's using the, that wants to use the house to get permission from the person, he's the one that's, that's you. Here? I didn't ask permission. Right. So I didn't ask permission. So you want to say. Using somebody else's property. Ah, I love that word. Using someone's property. You know what he says? Listen, 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 listen. Let me say I'm using someone's property without permission. Without permission, cost me nothing. Cost me nothing. Cost me nothing. Let me ask you a question. You have your next door neighbor. In the garage, you have a bunch of tools. Your neighbor's putting up a, a picture in his house. Can't find his hammer. He walks into your garage, takes the hammer, bangs the nail in the wall, puts the hammer back. And then you find out he sees you in the street. But, oh, thank you very much. I used that. Let me use my hammer. You owe me twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same case. I'm asking you about the house. He still used somebody else's property without permission. I'm at the twenty dollars is a different story. I, think I, I, want, I want to charge him for it now because can I charge him or not? That's the conversation we're having. How do you prevent him from doing that from, in the future of doing something else that's even? Uh, I want to use it as a penalty. You want to say yeah, penalty, so you don't do it again. Wait, wait, a lot of questions going on. One at a time. Let's go. We'll move, we'll move oh, this way. Yeah, no, you're starting with you. The owner says Jack. to be on the, on the one who wants to use it, not on the owner. The owner doesn't have to hold anybody back from using his property. The assumption is that Jews want to help each other. Start with that assumption. I want to do, I, I would expect 
Let me ask you another question. You ready? Dean, for you, listen to this. I come to shul and I, I said, oh my gosh, I left my tefillin at home. I left my tefillin at home. So I go to the place where all the tefillin are there and I know this guy's not, he prays in the later minyan, I'm in the early minyan, and I want to take his tefillin, I'm using tefillin. Do I have to call him first? No, no, no. Okay. Good. I'm building up. I'm building up. That's a different. Why is it different? Why is it different? It's all the same case. Yes, it is. I'll show you right now. What is it doing? Stop. Stop. What a feeling. Are they my property? Yes. Uh, it's a property. Yes. Very nice. I have Tfilin, they are my property. The assumption is people like to have their property do mitzvot. Stop. That's the assumption. Yeah, but it's not the same case. So what? His Tfilin are not here right now. They're not here. He doesn't have. So if I allow my property to do mitzvot, so my house can do a mitzvah also. He can go for the other weekend and stay there. Yes. Yeah, no, no. Wait. Okay, okay, we gotta get it. Yeah, one at a time. So the way is the guy's going to the house for the weekend. That's a that's a pleasure. He has to go. His wife's going around. We gotta go see my in-laws, my parents. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. You hear, you hear, you hear, you hear? Go ahead, good. You had to turn on the heat on the weekend, didn't you? You had to run the water, didn't you? Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, David has a question. I can't hear, I can't hear. It's louder. So, Ginevad Dad is when I'm trying to trick somebody. I'm intending to trick him. That's Geneva Dalvi. I'm not trying to trick him. I, I'm assumption is that his property wants to do a mitzvah. It sees Kofina Midat Sedom. We'll see as we go in the Gemara. We'll read a few more lines. We'll jump a little bit because I don't want to get too long into it. But the halacha will come out that the halacha is that we hold is patur from praying. You do not pay. You cannot charge him. He derived the benefit. It cost you nothing. You're not allowed to charge him for it. Yeah. You premise the whole sugya with he has to go to the house. Good. So at that point, you know he might go. He's my neighbor. He has my key. Yeah. So you know that. I know automatically that he might. Uh, you gave him the code to the house that he might go in. He has a key has for an emergency use. Whatever it is, I'm saying when he has the code to the house. Okay. Could be. It could be. You might be able to claim something like that. Yeah. Good. That's the same question as the heat, as the electric. There's wear and tear. So we're going to read a case in the Gemara right now. We're going to read a case and then we'll, uh, yeah, okay, then we'll answer that question. We're going to answer your question in the Gemara. Danny. Guys, listen to the question. I told you it's going to get heated. I told you, yeah. That's ah, good. Good, good. We're going to read the Halakha Lama'aseh. Yes. <laughs> good. He's got a skin ailment. Puts it for you on. Now you're going to catch it from him. Okay. Oh, awesome. Hear what he's saying. He 
says there's a difference between violating my domain versus using a utensil of mine. They both ownership, but there's different levels of violation of that ownership. Fantastic point, which is going to maybe come, that's actually going to be the bottom line when we get to the halakha at the end, about the refrigerator, we have to answer that point. Fantastic point. Okay? Fantastic point. Okay. I want to address first one, one, I want to address the question about wear and tear. I want to address the question about wear and tear. We're reading the Gemara, and then we're going to start to talk about, all right, here we go. Look up, we're going to pick up like this. We're going to tell you where we're picking up. We're picking up inside the Gemara. And it starts with uh, here. The first word on the line is Shema. It's actually two lines in a row that say Shema, Shema. The second one, it's about 15 lines down into the Gemara. See it? Second Shema. Habayit va'aliyah. You see that? Good. Habayit va'aliyah is a two-story house. Bayit is the lower level. Aliyah is the second level. Shel Shnaim. It's not, it's a condo. I own the first floor, he owns the second floor. It's not someone that's renting, okay? Shinaflu, the house collapsed. Okay? Amar Balha Aliyah Labala Bait Livnot. The second story guy says, put the house back so I can put my house back. Right? First floor guy says, no, no. Hare Balha Aliyah Bone Bait Veyosheba. The second story guy builds the first floor and moves in. Until the first floor guy pays for the expenses, the expenses of building the first floor. Says the Gemara, He has to pay you the expenses that it costs for you to build it. He has to reimburse you, but you don't pay rent while you're living there. The Gemara seems to say, because it doesn't say you deduct the rent. No. You, he pays you 100% of the building costs and you end up living there for free until he pays you. Shmami now learn from here. I should learn from here that I'm deriving a benefit now. I have somewhere to live, right? And this guy is not Hasid because he didn't even have a house to rent me. His house is gone. And therefore learn that you don't have to pay rent. You know, you're patur for deriving a benefit. Okay? Mara says, no. Shani Hatam. You can't learn from this case. Over there, the story is the reason why he can't charge me rent is because his lower level, right, is subject to my upper level. He must have, he must, he's supposed, he's supposed to put back the first floor. I own the second story. You have to put the first floor for me to put my second story. You were damaging me by not doing that, so I don't have to pay you rent. But you can't learn from here everywhere else that Zen Henev is going to be patur. So we try again. Tashima. No, this case that you're talking about, when you're living on the first floor, the Biuda says, you have to pay rent. You deduct the rent from the cost of the expenses of the building. Now learn the other way. You have to pay. You see that I'm deriving a benefit. It costs me. The other guy's not out because he didn't have a house to rent. It doesn't matter. You have to pay rent according to the Biuda. Marazel there says, Shani Hatam. Different. You know why paying rent? You built a brand new house. You're giving it back a used house. The walls are black. The paint is chipped. There's wear and tear. You have to pay for that. And that's why you're paying rent according to the Biuda. Which means that, yes, whoever said wear and tear on the objects, we absolutely pay for those. Okay? And therefore, it's not a case of Zainan Evil Hasir. 
Okay, we're going to jump down the bottom of the Gemara. At the end of the day, the Gemara concludes that the halacha should be that you do not pay for deriving benefit if the other guy is not out of any money. Turn over, we're going to read the Rambam and the halacha, and then we're going to try to tie it all together to get to the answer about the refrigerator. Here we go. It says like this, the Rambam is the fourth one down on the page. A person who lives in his friend's courtyard without his knowledge. It wasn't rentable. It, wasn't for, it was not for rent. The Rambam says you don't have to pay rent. Even though this guy is a renter. He doesn't own a house. He moved in. He squatted. He doesn't pay rent because yours was not for rent. Which is the halacha. If it was a rental, it was for rent, and you moved in. Even if I already have somewhere else to live, but I moved into a place that was for rent, you have to pay rent. Because now, you're hurting him. He could have rented it to someone else and got paid. So it doesn't matter if you are a renter or not, you have to pay. Fine. That's the Rambam. Listen to the Shukhan Aruch, what he says. He changes the words ever so slightly. He says, I found out the guy's in my house, and I said, get out. Now, he was living there, and my house wasn't for rent. Found out about it, and I said, get out. And you didn't leave. Now you got to pay full rent. Even the time from before when he, when he didn't know about it. He found out and he didn't open his mouth. It wasn't a rentable place. It wasn't for rent. He found out. You didn't say anything. He stays there without paying rent. Okay? And that would be the halakha at the end of the day. Good. Now what does that have to do for us? There's no squatter's rights. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? So according to this now, it comes out like this. I see that the halakha is that when somebody is not out money, I can force, well, I don't know if I can force, at least according to Tosafot, but according to Shulchan Aruch, notice that both the Rambam and Maran Shulchan Aruch did not comment like Tosafot that says, I can stop you. They didn't say that. They just mentioned, if I tell you, get out, get out. What happens about if I knew in advance? They don't bring this down, the halakha, which means according to them, I can't stop you. It's Midat Sedom. Machloket, between Tosafot, Shukhan Aruch, we'll see it's not Tosafot, it's a bunch of opinions that follow like Tosafot, and on the other side of the fence, the Rambam, Shukhan Aruch, a bunch of opinions, is a machloket if I could stop you in advance or not, which is very relevant to our conversation. The guy wants to come through his house, it's going to cost him nothing, zero. Cost him nothing, call him in advance, I want to pass through, cost you nothing. According to Maran Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam, it sounds like I can force my way through your apartment. According to Tosafot, I said no. You didn't come in yet. He said no. Should not, uh, now it's a machloket between the, between the poskim. When we have such a kind of a machloket, what's usually the rule? You want, you want to take something from me? Proof, 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 proof. Proof to me that Allah is like them, I'll let you through. That's what you would say. Okay? So this comes to the Betty, and this is the point that they're at. They know that this is the story. It's Amotzina Havero, it's two opinions on the table, and they need to figure out if they're going to let this guy bring the refrigerator through. And what they want to discuss now is Albert, right? Ezra. Ezra, Ezra. okay, almost close. Close. No, no, close. No, no, okay, fine. I'm getting better, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. 
I want the use of your space. I want the use. Ah, good, 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 good. We're getting back to that. It's the same point now. Okay. Now I want to force my way through your apartment, and I'm telling you, you can't come through. I want to use your space against your will because you're not on anything. It's benefiting me. I need a new refrigerator. It doesn't cost you anything. You're not Hasir, right? You should say, oh, uh, wait, that's Midat Sedom, right? That's what it sounds like. It's Midat Sedom. We should allow you to come through. However, you have an issue about ownership. Here we go. It's the amazing point that they bring down the post Is the fact that you force me to let you use my property a lack in my ownership? Because if it is a lack in my ownership, I am haser now. And if I'm haser, I don't have to let you. It's only when I'm not out, that's when I have to, you can force me. But if you, violating my space, violating my rights, makes me haser in my ownership, it limits my ownership of my property, that's a loss. It may not be a monetary loss. So maybe it has to be a tangible loss. Oh, so that's, that's what we need to ask. Right? So it's a loss. So, okay, and if it is, then I, don't, I, can, I can stop you from bringing your refrigerator. If it's not, then we're going to let the refrigerator come through. So listen to what they said. Listen to what they said in Beit Amazing. Okay. How high does the Shut Yachid go? How high? Come on, my boys, Adaf. How high is Rishut Yachid? Ad where? How? Rishut Yachid. Some. Come on, Daf guys. Come on. Uli Alena. Forever. Thank you. Ad Lakia. Rishut Yachid goes up to the Lakia. Rishut Harabim is only ten Fakim high. Rishut Yachid goes to the Lakia. Everything up to the sky. Did anybody ever stop an airplane flying over their yard? You're violating my space. I own that space. Now, what about walking through my yard? Walking through my yard, can I stop you? Of course I can stop you. So there's different levels of violation. Some of them you would consider a violation of my property, which would be a loss, and some of them you wouldn't. Same violation, it's the same it's the same that I'm either walking through or flying through. The guy throws a football over your backyard, you're gonna go take the guy to bed and he violated your airspace. Right? Or a drone maybe because there's a different story, because you're taking pictures, taking pictures or something like that, it's a different story, right? Right? That might be a violation. Uh-huh. Correct, right? Countries protect the airspace, but okay, I'm not a country, I'm a backyard, right? But you're right, technically they, they shoot down planes, right? So that would be a conversation if I allowed to shoot a drone down that's flying over my backyard, right? No, no, that's a serious question, it's not a joke. Maybe I'm damaging his drone, maybe he's not allowed to be there, it's a whole other conversation. But in the meantime, we're at this point in time where the answer to our question hinges on this point. Is it considered a violation of my ownership rights, right? Or not. If it is, I don't have to let the refrigerator in. You're going to force me to let these workmen come through my apartment and bring this refrigerator in? Into, that's a violation of my private space. Or, or, wait. Or do you say like this? Listen. It's a one-time use. Most people would say, you're being an idiot. He's your neighbor. It takes, what, 20 minutes to let the guy have a new refrigerator? 
Would people consider this midat sedom or not is really the criteria. That's what it comes down to. How do people look at this violation? For sure, we can all agree that if it's a violation, it's a lack in my ownership, and if it's a you're not be allowed to do it. But if it's not a lack in my ownership, then everyone should say it's lo haser, and we know the halakha for lo haser. You'd be allowed, you'd be allowed, you'd be, not allowed, we, the baby would force them to let these workers through your apartment. So what do you say about a one-time use? I'll give you a personal example. Happened to me seven or eight years ago. My next door neighbor, A.B. Cohen, I love him, he's the best guy, has his garage um, back to back with my shed in my backyard. And he has his air-conditioned units on top, of his, on top of his garage, and the AC broke, and he told me, he calls me up, says, Joey, do me a favor, can I let them bring all the units back through your backyard, on, climb up on top of your shed to reach my garage, because otherwise I have to order a crane and bring it up, it's gonna cost me all kinds of money, because they'll bring it from my side, because my, my driveway doesn't reach that side of the garage where the air condition is, can I use your property to let these guys carry through? No. <laughs> It's the same question as the refrigerator. Yes. Same question. Okay? So I said, A.B., not even, what's, why are you calling me like? I don't know. So now, he does, 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 does now. That's correct. What if the argument is, the guy says, you want to use my space, pay for it. No, that's right. That's right. That's our case. That's our case. So now, it's the same case as this. Is a one-time use, carry your, your air conditioning use through my driveway, climb on my shed. Is that looked at like a violation? Well, he's a, so this old guy is also nene. He needs a refrigerator. No. He's a, he needs a refrigerator. Does it ever depend on the <coughs> He's nene. Okay? He's nene. It's the same exact place. See, do I now? Would I be looked at like a rasha merusha if I tell the guy, no, go get a crane and put it in your driveway? Of course I would. People will think I'm mejnun. Right? Because people don't look at that as a violation of my space. They're doing, oh, you're doing the guy a favor. Right. You're doing the guy a favor. You're doing your neighbor a favor. Beautiful, Zaku Baruch. It's not a violation of my ownership rights. No one's going to say he has rights in my driveway now. He has an easement because I let him go there one time. Of course not. What's the difference? In your case, the potential of creating harm is very little. The potential of creating harm walking a refrigerator through your apartment. The guy's a mover. I don't know. They move stuff. He's going to have to cover every expense. There's no question. There's something damages he's going to have to. Uh, the guy could damage my backyard, damage my shed, damage my roof. I don't know. Personal space is different. We've established that Zelo Hasel. Zelo Hasel. Zelo Hasel. Zelo Hasel. Zelo Hasel. It can matter if we're partners. Otherwise, it can't matter at all. Only if we're partners. Yeah. Hazen, though, right? It's a Hazen. Okay, so oh, you got it. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah good. Oh, yeah. Does it matter if he has permission beforehand, or did it have permission? It does according to Tosafot, but, we but we're not posek halakha like Tosafot. We're posek like the Shukharuk and the Rambam that says, I don't need your permission if it's if it's in there, if it's all haser. The only question is, is it considered haser or not when I'm violating your private space? That's the only question we need left to answer. And the answer to the question is, ready to wrap it up? No. No? You have something to say before we wrap it up? No, no, no. The answer is no. Okay. <laughs> the bed team was posek halakha. <laughs> Adverse possession comes from this pain. 
uh, when you use something open and notorious, it becomes yours after 10 years. It used to be 50 years. Ah, so it's almost like a half can. It's what we call three year chazaka. Three year chazaka. Okay. Fine. So, so he goes like this. The bad thing decided like this. One time use. One time use. 15, 20 minutes is not considered a lack in your ownership. Most of the building in the neighbors would say, of course you let the guy go through. What are you talking about? The guy needs a refrigerator. It's not and therefore, time use. One time use. Because he's compliant. Don't no. say it breaks next week. Okay, fine. The next week I'm going to use it again. But that's so yes. not that. Right by then, it's your intentionality. It's right? not. Because it, 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 if it's no, a one time, you don't intend to make it a hassle. It's not, not, it's not me as an individual. Do people look at this type of violation as a lack in ownership or not? That's what it binds that to. When the airplane flies over your backyard, no one says they've Violate your private space. What? The fact. He, 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 he is, but I said no. So I went to Beatty to say, hey, I'm going to force you. You don't want to let me force you. I'm going to force you. Beatty says, yes. They forced him to let the guy bring the refrigerator through his apartment. Amen, amen.